Tell us about your appearance on Tameside TV podcast, was it? Tameside Radio podcast. Tameside Radio podcast, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a work thing, work thing in Tameside. Um, I invited down to it. Um, mm-hmm. Me and my colleague Mick just talked about what we do and why we do it. And obviously, I'm not listening to it, but apparently, <laughs> it's really good. Well, why would you be Mick surprised? Mick messaged at me that? and he said, Mick messaged me and he went, I'm 10 minutes in and it's flipping amazing. I was like, okay, I'll go. Really? I'm still not going to listen to it, <laughs> but whatever. Um, so, yeah, that was good. Nice. Get you on a professional podcast. And there was Don't like a microphone right in front of my face. A proper microphone. That you had to sit right next to. Yeah, and they, they kept checking that they were constantly looking across at the sound levels and everything. I thought they don't, they don't know they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to slum it like us, like us boys. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. They wouldn't have the first clue of how to. Uh, set up a podcast just using uh-huh. zoom and a phone and a laptop there you go uh, and that's it but right. anyway welcome listener thanks for i was gonna say tuning in that's not right thanks for streaming or downloading this is episode 51 and what we thought yeah. we'd do is so what we thought we'd do is we'd have a little review and see <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd, we'd, we thought we'd interview ourselves again yeah, and see uh, and see how how things have changed for us in the last couple of years, because I think certainly for because it has changed. <laughs> yeah, certainly for me, and and I know from you as well from uh, talking as well with that th- things have changed, haven't they? You know, with yeah. uh, I think for me doing the pod and talking to people with different opinions and views and stuff has really opened my eyes to a lot of things. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. But first of all, let me just say, um, in the previous episode and the one before that, I talked about a leaving do that I was planning and going to yes. Puretta in Camden, and that was last week. And oh cool. my gosh, it was amazing. Absolutely really? amazing. Yep. You've got to get yourself down there. You've got one in Manchester. Uh, Where oh, is that? Yeah, Manchester, Camden and Brighton. And... Uh, Highly, highly recommended. Absolutely fantastic. I went with 10 carnists. If our Christmas do this weekend, I literally could have suggested that, but I don't know what's happening. Wow. Just okay. go there. Just go there by yeah, yourself. I'll just go on my own. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I went with 10 carnists, and I was a little bit apprehensive that it was going to be, you know, that they were going to start moaning about it. But all the food went. People had starters and desserts and all the different pizzas. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Wow. Lovely restaurant. So that was 10, 10 carnists and you? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That takes some nuts, that does. Well, that I said you. to them, I said to them, it's my leaving do, and I'm going to Puretza. Yeah. You could come along <laughs> if you want. <laughs> if not, I'll just go yeah. by myself. Because <laughs> I really wanted to go. <clears throat> You might also no, notice no, ways that yeah. my um, this is very visual, but you might notice my, my my beard is a bit shorter, quite a lot shorter. Yes, um, I thought something was different, and I thought it's not your hair. No, definitely not my hair. <laughs> uh, the beard is shorter because I did the uh, the classic thing of um, before I started my in my new team on Tuesday. I thought I'll just give the beard a trim, and I went, oh shit, it's okay. the wrong clippers, it's the wrong it's the wrong head on the clippers, and I used number one instead of number two, oh, and it's. Man. And it was just like, I was, ah, oh, fuck. No, I cut, I, I cut mine back. Yes. Um, but I, I was so scared of it that when I got the beard clippers out, I made sure it was on, I must have quadruple checked that it was on the longest <laughs> thing on it. I was like, yeah, it's not, the, please don't go too short. I look like a right Wally. I look like but, a Wally anyway, but take the beard off of it's even worse. No, but it would be for you because your beard was really long, wasn't it? It would have been yeah. a massive shock if you'd have suddenly gone really short all of a sudden. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah, luckily my um, my new team didn't know me with a long beard, so um, it's no no big deal for them. Um, yeah, that's good. So there that's we good. go. Anyway, 
so how have you been apart from uh, being on a proper podcast what have you been up to apart from that um working loving my job my job is amazing as always and today no yes let's start with today mm. about where i went yeah. um so i was at St Mary's Hospital in Manchester um, doing my job, seeing some dads in there. And we, I was talking to my colleague um, who I did the Tameside podcast with um, about the fact I'd never, I've been to the Etihad. I'm not a big football fan, as you know, um, but I've, no. been, I've been to the Etihad and seen a couple of games, but I'd never really known or seen where the old main road stadium was. And he went, well, it's only about half a mile down the road. I went, huh? all right. And he goes, when we get in the car, I'll take you around there. So we're driving down this road and he went, it's just there. <laughs> and it's literally just a housing estate. Oh, said, that's it. But in the middle of this housing estate is the ve- is the original centre circle. So ah, there's like a little, yes. there's like a little, a little, little tiny green in this little, in this little street. And part yes. of it is the original centre circle left from wow. main road which was i was it, i was blown away I've, i wasn't a man city fan back then but just to be in this little you know stadiums get knocked down yeah. places move on but the fact they've kept this center circle i was like that's pretty cool actually yeah so that was that. Good. um on bigger vegan on a bigger vegan note um, yeah. yeah this is a vegan, vegan podcast listener just fyi yeah yeah <laughs> just if you're still listening, then well done. Um, Saturday night, me and my wife um, attended a candlelight ceremony yes. concert with um, the legends that are Mobius Loop. Yes. Uh, we were up in, up in the hippie capital of the world, <laughs> world or, or UK, whichever it is, yeah. Hebden Bridge in, in West Yorkshire, uh, in in a church that's up there. I can't remember the, the name of the church off the top of my head. But yeah, it was a lovely little chilled evening of some of Mobius Loop's more chilled, uh, more emotive music. Yeah. Um, she was just beautiful, absolutely stunning. You know, they, they can party like the next people, but they can also chill it out as well. And it was it was quite emotional at times, you know, songs about the baby that they had sadly lost. And, oh, jeez. Um, and also, yeah, there was. It was just. It was just. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful evening. And there was a. There was some food being served there by. Oh man, can't remember. Tribe, uh, oh, an organisation called Tribe, uh, yeah. and they were sort of situated in the in the back corner of the church, serving, serving curry and cake, which is an odd mix, but it worked. Not so, all in one yeah. go. Not all in one go. No. Okay. That's weird. Yeah, curry, rice, cake underneath. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, it was really good. It was a beautiful evening, and yeah, if if anybody can catch the rest of that tour, then do it because it's it, it, there's no dancing. <laughs> it's you know, it's just it's sitting listening, but it's yeah, it was stunning. And uh, we saw you on their um, <laughs> on their Instagram uh, in the background yeah. of one of the shots. Yeah, yeah, loved it. Um, it had been commented by someone that's a friend of mine that. Um, just looking miserable, but in fairness, is it wasn't a smiling event. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't an event miserable. to be partying. Yeah. Awesome. That sounds good. Yeah. What about you? You've been up to much, apart from going to pizza restaurants. <laughs> pizza restaurant singular. Um. Well, now you're going to laugh at this, but we went. We also went to a oh, candle. I think, I think you're fine. I'll be the judge of that. We went to a candle lit concert with classical okay. music, with a nice. string quartet, um, at uh, Delaprey Abbey in uh, Northampton. Uh, if anybody knows right. it, uh, yeah. on, also on Saturday night. Um, although it wasn't the music of um, famous vegans Mobius Loop, it was the um, music of Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh wow! A string was... quartet playing yes. Taylor Swift. Yes. Wicked. And there were more than, it was only an hour, but there was more than one song where I sat there all the way through and I was like, 
don't recognize that one. <laughs> there was obviously the the most famous ones. They they played all those and they did. Oh God, what did they do? Shake it off and love story and all too well. Not the ten minute version. Uh, uh, shake it off is literally the only one I know. Yeah, and then um, That's how old I am. Some of the others, even when they said this one's such and such from such and such album, I was still like. Nope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But um, it was very nice because it was a load of fake candles around the around the edge of the room. So it wasn't actual can actually candle lit, but they were like LEDs and flickering and stuff. Yeah. Um. So it was. It still had that sort of ambiance. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh. It was nice. I said to um. I said to Lou, my wife, on the way home, does that mean we're in our classical music era now? Which is a hilarious Taylor Swift joke. Um, right, lost yeah. on me. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, yeah, that was uh, it was very good. Uh, apart from that, yeah. Now that's it. So me and Michelle, me and Michelle were just saying after that gig that it shows how old we are that we now enjoy sitting down watching slow chilled out music yes. in a church. Quite a turnaround from when the four of us went to see Prodigy. <laughs> And you two were way off down the front and I was at the back holding the coats. <laughs> it's too, it too rough for me. I'm very delicate. <laughs> that was a mad night, that was. At the uh what was that? The NIA was it in Birmingham? NIA, yeah. That was a long, long time ago. That was a long time. Yeah, we had hair. We did. We did. We had hair and no children, which may be related, I'm not sure. As in the, the lack of loss of hair and the <laughs> number of children. Anyway, <clears throat> I thought of something else then. Go on. I don't, I'll tell you what I've done. I've been listening to lots of different podcasts and I'm going to have three, wow. three recommendations. Okay. Uh, Felonius, which Nazia came on and told us about. At the yes. same time, she told us about Purezza. Uh That's been really, really good. Highly recommended true crime podcast. Um, Veg Your Best with our previous guest, Michelle. Again, fantastic. And Compassion and Cucumbers, which I've mentioned a couple of times before. Okay. Uh, they are That's a really interesting vegan podcast uh, by a couple in New York. And they gave us a shout out in their most recent episode and said hello and oh, thanks for wow. listening. So it's good. Wicked. Yep. They're good. I'd uh, I'd love to get them on uh, to have a chat about yeah. their vegan stuff because they do a lot of um they do a lot of uh, like vegan shows and stuff like that. Right, cool. Uh, I mean, like vegan markets and festivals and stuff, not just uh, yeah, 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 not just a podcast. So also, yeah, go um, vegan, vegan, um, uh, uh, top vegan, our mate yes. Chad is yeah. coming back with season two. Oh wow. Fantastic news! Oh, that's exciting! Yeah. Oh, we'll have to get yeah. him back on. I'm not. I'm not applying because it's a bit of a long way to go to America. That's but, a long trip, and I can't cook. I can't cook that amount of food. I can cook a curry, a chili, and bolognese. That'll do me. But yeah. um, not all in one. Yeah. again. Not all in one, and not with cake. <laughs> 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 so yeah, unfortunately, um, you're gonna have to listen to our. Monotonous, well, my monotonous voice, Whoa. Matthew's voice this evening, because we're just going to talk about ourselves again. Why not? Well, I mean, we don't really need to do what's your vegan story again, because if you want to know that, go back and listen to episode one. And the origin episode. Why are you two vegan? <laughs> You mean our guest hasn't listened to episode one? Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. That's mad. Oh, so where do you want to start? What's the best thing about being vegan? I think I, I gave a bit of a facetious answer to this about feeling better than everybody else. And I think that's because I didn't really know. And then we had yeah. we had uh, Jim on episode five who is a fellow member of vegan runners and yeah. he gave a one word answer oh no two word answer which absolutely sums it up 
saving animals. Yeah. That's it. You yeah, just know every that. day you're not causing deliberate harm to any other living creature. 100%, yeah. Yeah. I can't top that. Yeah, I can't top, I can't top it. And why would you, I guess? Um I was when you when you just said that because this isn't expected. We, you know, this is this is strangely not scripted. Um, <laughs> Can you believe it, listener? This isn't scripted. I wasn't, I wasn't sure where you were going to go with the the start of that, and I just, as you said, I just thought to myself that I kind of like having conversations now. Yes. At the beginning, you know, when we started this two years ago, I've been vegan three years and didn't know. Still didn't know how to have a discussion with somebody. No. Whereas now I quite enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I've got I've got I've got a bit of knowledge behind me, particularly off of this, off of the podcast and yeah. hearing other people's, you know, and watching a few more videos and just getting a bit more a bit more knowledge behind me that mm. I can go into a conversation confidently and and know what I'm talking and know within a margin of error that I'm right. Yes. And yes, I agree with that. And I've taken that on board to the extent that I've put an Elwood's dog meat sticker on my work laptop. Yes. And the number of people who have asked me about, what what's that? Dog meat? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Why don't you Google it? Not on your work computer, but why don't you Google it? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have a yeah, chat about it. Thing, and the number it? Of, that... Yeah. It's that thing of put putting it out there, you That's know. Like I wear my I wear my um not not your mum not your milk hoodie, yeah. Proudly waiting for someone to go. What does that? Mean? Why or what does it mean? Yeah. You know. That's it. I'll have a conversation with you. That's it. It's given me the and confidence. I won't be an arsehole. It's given me the confidence to feel happy bringing it up or responding to questions about it. Definitely, yeah. just by talking to to people i think that's the for me that's the best thing about having done the pod mm. is having that, that confidence and also you know we've how many people that we've spoken to and you know new friends that we've made or new contacts that we've made if nothing else mm. that we've um that we've you know stayed in touch with that we can um talk about vegan stuff with and and all that you know the laugh that we had with the vegan queens jesus yeah man alive what an episode yeah, that, was, was. that was incredible yeah absolutely yeah it was good it was yeah good. yes so i think also so sort of moving on that's mm -hmm. um What's the biggest struggle question? Yeah. I think now, and I can't I can't remember what my answer was then, but I think now being this so far this side of the fence mm -hmm. and seeing and we have we have talked about this, I know, but seeing people that I know who are incredibly empathic, yes. incredibly caring. But they are so blinkered in their view when they talk to me about veganism. Yes. And that they'll even say, I I I respect what you do, I get why you do it, but I don't care. And I just think, but you do. Yeah. If you allowed, if you allowed just a little bit more information to go in, you you'd understand, but you they put they put the walls at the the walls up to stop it from going in because there's you know we 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 know people do that and it's it's mm. it's does my head in it really it it hurts if anything because you just yeah you know these people you know these people that are, are compassionate and they're kind and they they want to do good but they refuse to except for that this. yeah yeah and it, it it's incredibly frustrating. It's incredibly frustrating. There's some people who, you know, you're never going to get anywhere in a conversation with them. They're always they're going to yeah. just cut you off and 
come back with yeah but what about all the animals that get killed when you're harvesting plants and stuff yeah you're never gonna you're never gonna win that argument no right from the start but then there's other people like you say who seem like they're so close but then just point blank refuse I, yeah you're right that that's really quite frustrating mm. that is that is a struggle. if if those people would like i said if they they would entertain two hours of of, of time you know split over a month to 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 watch some of the those videos to you know to the, all the arguments that they come out with okay go and watch this video and that will explain that because yes. you're not going to listen to me go and listen to the facts that are in that video if if and then they come with another one we'll go and watch that video as well in that time and just if if we if some if veganuary somebody your your friend come to you and you said right i've got this argument prove me wrong okay go watch that and just keep that yeah. conversation going. Mm -hmm. it, you know, that, I, I think that would be bit more beneficial. But they're not going to listen. No, to, they don't listen to us because who are we? We're just mere, mere mortals with a face for podcasts. We're famous oh, sorry, podcasters. Well, yeah, you are. Um, <clears throat> no, yeah, I, <laughs> I absolutely get it. It's um, that is a struggle. It really is. And for me as well, I get quite a lot of doom and gloom about the state of the world at the minute. And yeah. the the more I read, the worse it feels. That's quite that's yeah. quite a struggle at some points when you hear about new oil exploration and new um even like um Electric cars are sold to us as being these, you know, planet-saving devices that's going to cut down on oil and gas. But the minerals yeah. that they have to mine for the batteries aren't really that much better. They fly them right. around the world to 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 build, put the cars together. All the components come from all over the place. They're all wrapped in plastic when they're being transported. Mm. And even to the extent that it's still a car on the road. It still needs tires and microplastics from the tires go into the water supply and damage wildlife and get into drinking water. So really who's benefiting there apart from the people who own shares in the car companies? Yeah. Yeah. There was me hoping to come into this episode and go, actually, when we're talking about hope, which we can get back to perhaps a bit later. I, we never I, asked that in our episode. No, no, we didn't. Did we? So we'll come on to that. And I find some, yeah, yeah, I just, you know, I was sort of, I was going to come in with a bit more positivity, but you just knocked me like no. a 10 pin, 10 pin bowling alley. I've just gone strike one all over. You save it, <laughs> save it for the last question. Let's do that. <laughs> right. Favorite vegan product at the moment. Oh, so my so I was talking to Michelle about this earlier, and my my go to favorite vegan product right now, as always, are Grow Burgers. I just think they're incredible. They're the best burgers out there. The burgers, the chicken burgers, um, they are they're my faves. Um, and there's many others, but they're they're they're, they're my what what I like burger. I've I've always liked a burger, and they're the ones I like the most. Nice. However. Inspired by guests on a podcast again, just you'd have to edit this. I can't remember the name. The comedian and Stephen Marcus relative Laura Chetner. I said, yeah. So, so um, Laura Chetner and um, the comedian whose name Stephen. I can't remember, Stephen, uh, Stephen Relaford, um. Keeping it really ridiculously simple, I just think is utterly beautiful. Mm -hmm. And when I struggle sometimes for lunch, let's say lunch, I'm out mm. working and I've forgotten to pack something and I just need to grab something quick, to grab a packet of pita breads and a tub of hummus Yes, is one of the, one of the greatest lunches 
I have ever enjoyed. And it's so simple, but I love it. It's you know like... what? That is absolutely amazing that you said that because I was just thinking my answer now is hummus. The other yeah. day, the other day, my lunch was cucumber sticks and hummus. Yeah. And even if you'd said to me probably a year ago that I would do that, I would say, you must be absolutely off your rocker. But right, okay. over the past couple of months, I've just felt like I want to get away from processed stuff as much as yeah. I can. It's not always possible. And there's a lot of times when, you know, with my job, I often don't get back till late. Same with my wife. And, and so there isn't a lot of time to cook and prepare stuff. So we do yeah. fall back to uh, something that's been processed. But when we can, yeah, when we can, um, you know, like I did a Thai curry last week from uh, Manami Frost's book. Do, 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 do. Manami Frost. Um, <laughs> did it from her cookery book. Sorry, everyone. And um, I will never know. It's... I will never know, but I hope that stays in. <laughs> I'll see how I feel when I'm editing it. Um, when, but it's it was just you know like just some vegetables and coconut milk and and a bit yeah. of you know a bit of spice and some um, green curry paste and and that's it. Yeah. It's so simple and yeah, yeah. I've really tried to make an effort to to be eaten i know hummus is processed because it's whisked up chickpeas isn't it but it's but everything not... technically everything has been through a process so yeah. where do you draw the line on processed food i don't know what you mean yeah yeah yeah. it's not and, ultra you know, with, 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 with hummus with hummus you, you know we make pasta and the hummus is the sauce we had jacket potato the night and i just chucked chucked hummus on the potato and it was, it was amazing oh i bet that was amazing yeah just I've never tried it. <laughs> it. It doesn't get simpler than a jacket potato in the oven, butter on it, and yeah. hummus. It's oh, like, come that. on. But I've started, so I learned off of this. This is a little little uh, recipe moment. But I found a thing, cooking mushrooms, fry mushrooms up, spoon of marmite, spoon of peanut butter. What? And and then uh, so you plant you plant milk of choice. And it goes into like uh, the color of like a stroganoff, and oh. I, I think I don't know if it tastes a little bit stroganoffy, but it you can put it with rice, pasta, whatever. Or I just eat it as a bowl of mushrooms, a peanut butter, and marmite. Wow! And I don't care, and it's amazing. But going off the back of that, I now start doing curries by putting frying my veggies up, herbs and spices in, a spoonful of almond butter. And then plant milk, and it just goes really creamy. Oh, I was like, why don't I do this before? Because it used to be chopped tomatoes, passata, coconut yes. milk, and it was like a flood. It was like yes. a flooded Too curry. Much. Yeah. Whereas now it just goes into a creamy sauce. I'm like, oh, so good. Nice. It's so simple. We need to start it's up so a recipe simple. channel. Yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> it's not happening. But yeah, Brilliant. you know, I. Love that. You know, I, I what about your favourites? Where are you going apart from hummus? Well, I've got to go with the hummus um, to start. And um, oh, I mean, that goes back to, for a starter, <laughs> that goes back to Paul in episode three who mentioned uh, chickpeas was his um, yeah. top vegan product. And uh, there's a lot to be said for chickpeas. Um, product is tricky. Um, hmm. I mean, any of the oat milks, the, um, I think it's Khalifa is the brand. I might have got that wrong. I might cut that bit out. Um, what else do I like? I mean, Mrs. V cooks a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. You post so much on Facebook about I'm it. So, I'm so lucky that she'll just go. And, and the thing is, like, I can follow a recipe. But she'll go in the kitchen and go, right, I feel like making a curry. And she'll put, you know, like you say, fry up some veg, do the bits and bobs. And then it comes to the herbs and spices. And she's like, eh, a bit of this, bit of that, bit of this. They'll go yeah. well together. Chuck it all in. It yeah. tastes amazing. You're like, 
how can I replicate that? She's like, I, I don't know. I just chucks it in. Oh. <laughs> but it tastes like exactly. you bought it yeah. from a from a restaurant. Yeah. I haven't got that level of skill or knowledge to it's be not, able to, that's to what, do That's it. what I do. It's not skill. I just chuck it in. Oh, dear. Um, I'm trying to think now, really, what the um, what the what products there are. I don't know, really. I mentioned Richmond sausages before. They're still my favourite sausage. I think. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Damn Good Dough, who's a which is a uh, donut company in Wellingborough, Northamptonshire. Uh, you've mm-hmm. had one of those when you came to visit us just after we oh, moved. Oh, was that that? Mm. Was that one of them? Yeah. Ah. Damn good dough. I really thought good. it was the. Um, I thought it was um, Brunswick. Oh, Butterwicks. No, it was. Um, Butterwicks. No, Sorry. damn good. Oh, was it? No, I'm sure it was damn good dough. And um, I can't think of anything else. So let's go with those. Okay. Cool. <laughs> my um, my favourite things at the minute seem tend to be. Like you say, like a curry or a chili or something like that. Mm. I haven't really got a product that I would say. I know there's been a lot of talk about that juicy marbles steak, but that really doesn't interest yeah. me. No, no. 3D printed food scares me, if I'm honest. I don't know if that's age there is that. or what. Um, <laughs> I just see 3, 3D printing should be resin-based um, and stuff. Hmm. 3D printing food is a, just a tad scary. Yeah, that's a bit weird. I think, yeah. Anybody want again? Anybody that does want to do it, you crack on. But it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's it. Um, and this is the good thing about the number of products there are. I mean, even in the two years we've been doing this, the number of vegan products has um, expanded, but also really diversified into so many different areas. Because yeah. there was a time. I think probably in between going vegan and probably starting the pod that sort of two, three years when it seemed like certainly in the freezer bit in our Tesco, it was mince sausages and burgers from about five or six different companies and pies, Linda McCartney pies, (laughs) but from five or six different companies, it was just all the same stuff though. Yes, it was just burgers, mince pies, and sausages, and that was it. Yeah, but now yeah. you go in there, there's so much variety; it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's been a real yeah, like like real IKEA style meatballs and yes. and um, Sunday roast like pastry mm. parcel type things and yes, also and and different types of nut roast that different supermarkets will do and stuff. Yeah, oh, love nut yeah, roast. I've gone off in it. Yes. Yeah, who'd have thought that? Can you imagine us 20 years ago going on the roast for 10? You'd have gone, fuck off. When uh, when your dear wife was the, the only vegan in the village and she would have nut yeah. roast and we'd all be having, you know, dead animals, and we'd all be going, looking at it going, what the fuck is that? <laughs> that looks awful. Yeah. And now here we are going, ooh, nut roast. Nut roast, I love a nut roast. <laughs> Fucking bizarre, isn't it? Absolutely bizarre. How the tables have turned. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, like yes. you say, it's like with um, Veganuary is great for for all of this. It's just shit that they don't do it all year. You know, if you can do that it for a month, you can do it for the rest of the pissing year. Yeah. You know, the things fly off the shelves. You yeah. know, they, they 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 got put on the shelves um, two weeks ago and they're they're empty already. Yeah. It's like, well, if they're selling, why aren't you doing it the rest of the year? Yeah. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. But, it's not um, roast. It's nuts roast. Very good. There's nothing better than a hunk of prime Labrador steak, wonderfully marbled. And that is almost entirely dependent on how it's produced. Elwood's organic dog meat has complete control of this entire journey. So I'm here at Elwood's farm to find out a little more about it. Welcome to Elwood Farms. Thank you very much, Elwood. I hear you do a bit of barbecuing. I do, a little bit of barbecuing every now and then, yes. From a chef's point of view, 
Consistency is key for everything. It doesn't matter if it's a Rottweiler ribeye, a Pyrenees mince, or a lab sirloin. You can always tell when the dog comes from a place where it was well reared. And every step has to be right, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, you should see these guys! So, from an Elwood's point of view, there's complete traceability. Absolutely. Unrivaled traceability, so it's fine. Every single piece of dog meat? Yeah, from pub to farmer's market. Everything the dog's been fed? Everything about it. For each dog? Yeah. Only Marks and Spencer's and Whole Foods do this. Where else could people order from? From ElwoodDogMeat.com. That's E-L-W-O-O-D. For top quality meat from dogs for people. Meat that's local, sustainable and humanely harvested. There's only Elwood's organic dog meat. <laughs> they seem pretty friendly, don't they? They're more responsive to me than my kids, to be honest. So, we've done favourite product, favourite venue. Good God. Um, well, I'm go going to um, one of the best vegan eateries. Well, I went to a couple last year. One of them, which was great, was the church, Ollie Sykes' place. Yes, in Sheffield. That was amazing it really was really 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 good okay josh is even still trying to master their um um oh god what do you call it satay chips the satay sauce they put on the chips what wow unbelievable honestly okay. it was incredible um but also that restaurant that we went to in your down down northampton in northampton carmana Man, wasn't that, I was really, wasn't really that amazing? Good. Yeah, absolutely lovely. And that really, Love it, it was, you know, as as you know, the whole vegan thing that they're there. They were really nice people, and they were chatty, yes. and yeah. they we had, had a really good chat with the owner about veganism and his background from where he, you know, used to live when he was younger, and the whole community out there is mind blowing. Hopefully. Hopefully, we can get him on the podcast in the That'd future. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Talk about it because he was fascinated. He fascinated me. I'm not going to explain what he said because mm. I want him to do it. But yeah, it was just it was really interesting. So yeah, I think I think that's where I'd go with it myself. Yeah, because yeah. most of the other places that I've been are only options. Mm. Yes, so I think for this one. It should be a vegan only place, and Carmana's right up there. Absolutely fantastic. Um, Herman's in Stockholm. It's a couple of years since I've been, but the um, all you can eat lunch or dinner there is tr absolutely amazing. Um, it's like in the words of Monty Python, "You lucky, lucky bastard." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you've gone to anywhere in Scandinavia, you know blows my oh, mind. Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't have brought that up. Um, um, where else? Well, Purezza was amazing for for pizza, uh -huh. and um, Mildred's in Soho. I think there's one in Camden as well. I've not been to that one, but certainly it's Soho. In London, is uh, also absolutely incredible. Love it in there. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. I can't remember I'll what my answers were the first time round. I don't think I knew anyway. Oh, Vrev, it was Vrev, 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 which no longer exists. That's how long we've been doing this podcast. What a shame! What a shame! Yeah, very sad. Very sad. And others that we've lost along the way because there's been a few. It seems like it's unfortunately fairly yeah. common that places are going under. But like we said at the time when V-Rev went, it isn't the fact they're vegan. It's, no, it's, no. It's the restaurant industry. There's loads. There's just your bog standard restaurants are going yeah. under as well. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Okay. 
All right. What advice would you give to anyone who's thinking about going vegan? Now, I knew this was coming up, and I hate to say this. I have given advice to people. Mm -hmm. People have come and said, asked me why, said they're thinking about it, what should they do? And I don't ever think I've given the right advice. Can't use naivety as an excuse now. Mm. Four years ago, I could use naivety because I wouldn't have known what the answer was. Yeah. But there's so much I want to talk about when somebody asks me it. Yeah. I think I overwhelm. That's it. It's it's getting it, pitching it right, because each person needs it in a different way. It's not yeah, one yeah. size fits all. And it's yeah, not... but I haven't I I personally haven't nailed that yet. Of maybe the question is to start with, why? Yeah. Why are you interested? What what reasons would you do it? Mm. But I can't. I'm like, oh my God, go watch this, go watch that, do this, do that. And it's like, what the fuck's he on? <laughs> well, it's because it's so exciting when someone says, uh, I need I need some yeah. help with this and uh, help me, Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. It's um, So it it's easy to overwhelm people because you've got the knowledge and you can say, yeah. And and also what worked for you, and I don't mean you, Wes, but what for you as the vegan doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for everybody. No. Because if that was true, every single person who watched Cowspiracy like we did would be vegan. We know that's not the case. So it, no, exactly, yeah. You, I think you're absolutely right. You've got to say to them, okay, well, firstly, that's brilliant but what why are you interested in it and what are your what do you get from your food at the minute that you would still need to get so from that i mean are they like a bodybuilder who still needs to get a certain amount of protein in their diet or whatever yeah. are they just are they doing it for a health reason and that they want to cut down on meat and dairy and replace those things with other stuff. What mm. what's their what's what are they looking to get out of it? Because yeah. a lot of people it will be that they go plant based first without worrying about yeah. the clothing and cosmetics and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So And I know that what I've done hasn't worked because I've spoke to those people later and they haven't changed. <laughs> well that well well that's on them, so, it's not on you. It's um Yeah. Yeah, but it means that my advice didn't catch. Ah, okay. Well, maybe it caught um, enough. And the seed's still growing. Yeah, and maybe if they hadn't spoke to you and hadn't gotten the answers they got, they would have gone back quicker than they did. Mm. You know, you. It, it's no. it's one of those impossible, impossible things to know, isn't it? But um, yeah, for me, it would be ask what they want and and also sort of ask about what meals they eat at the minute because then you can suggest okay well right well if you have a spaghetti bolognese every week just take the you know mince beef mince out and put veggie mince in i mean that's a piece yeah. of piss that's the easiest swap you can yeah. do you will never yeah. notice that you've done it it was no. we did it and we didn't tell our kids that we'd done it because we have spaghetti bolognese almost every week and they didn't notice for weeks and weeks until we mentioned it so that's a that's a really easy one yep. if it's you know more complicated if you have a steak a lot then you know maybe that's going to be an issue if they love cheese that's definitely going to be an issue <laughs> but yeah, I, that's you just have thing. to accept that you ain't going to have it people. anymore amount of people that say cheese and i'm yeah. desperate to tell them you're addicted just like heroin i'm yes. addicted to get that little fact in, and i'm like stop <laughs> you're addicted stop. to that a, yeah <laughs> because it blew my mind so much because yeah. it, all this information that michelle was trying to tell me for years i now get yes and i understand it get and the I, frustration I just want, it's that it's that screaming it from the rooftops isn't it that's what I guess I'm doing. Yeah. I'm just wanting to tell tell everybody all the time and get it get it changed. That's it. I, no, the, yeah, the, and the I lack, absolutely lack, get it. The lack of hope, 
the lack of hope we may have, I want I want I want to be part. I know I am part of making that difference, but I want to be a bigger part of it. Yeah, and you know, you could argue I need to go and do more activism, but I don't think I've got the capacity to do that. I don't think I've got the mental capacity to do mm. that level of outreach, that level of that level of activism. Yeah, because I punch someone. I would, you know, I I do I do it, and then the the organisation I'm with would boot me out because I punch someone in the face. That's not really the sort of message that we're trying to get across. No. But I, you know, you see the videos that Joey Carbstrong, Tash Peterson, any of those, yeah. Cliff Grant, any of those people put up, and some of the answers that they get, and you think, how do you keep your cool in front of these absolute bellends? Yeah, we'll it's get just... we'll get to this we'll get to these people later. Oh yes, yeah, but but did you see the latest Tash Peterson video? Um, I've seen she's, about she's three talking, in the last couple she's of days. Talking to some lads on a beach. Yes, ah, bikini. yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, she's Go got on. her bikini on, and she's talking to these lads, and they've got their swim swimmer on, and this random girl comes out of nowhere and just starts calling a fat. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you talking about? And just start slagging off and being all, oh, that's a shame, isn't it? And I'm like, why is she doing that? Yeah, that was And bizarre. even the lads, even the lads are like, seriously, like, where did yeah, you like, come from? Off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mad. Yeah, that was insane. But uh, so I was talking to our previous guest, Carrie, recently about the activism that she does. She's one of yes. the um, organisers for We The Free in Cambridge. And she was telling us mm. about the, the some of the stuff that they do. And and I was like, I just, you know, it's just absolutely incredible what you do, Carrie. But I could not do that. Mm. No. I couldn't do it. I would I would struggle so much uh, with keeping my cool with idiots. And yeah. I think partly also being, like you were saying, like being so excited when someone asks a question that you just, just stumble over it and, get stuff wrong because yeah. you'd be so excited that somebody was actually interested yeah so it's really tricky but yeah and massive kudos to the people who go out week in week out and do that Amazing. Absolutely, yeah. which i think brings yeah. us on to the next question who's your it vegan is. inspiration so um i seem to remember the last time it was literally anybody that i knew at that point yes because <laughs> there wasn't many so it was joey carbstrong it was i think i even said earthling ed which i'll get to in a second um oh you whacking whacking phoenix those sort but now i know a bit more um i still love joey i think he's an absolute legend um he he keeping his cool in the aggressive manner he does it is I think really clever. Mm. I know a lot of people don't like him, but especially seeing him last year and doing his talk and he got really emotional and stuff. Um yeah, it's just I, I just like him. Now the... I know uh, go on. No, go on. I was just gonna say the the video he did in the turkey farm just before Christmas. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Incredible stuff yes. to be to be going in there, hiding cameras, catching the workers abusing the turkeys, seeing all the yeah. awful conditions that they were in. Um, yeah. It was an uh, incredible bit of activism. Yeah, and it's that, and it's that as it's not just the street talking. It's the it's the, the that it's that stuff as well. They're going yeah. and, going and saving people, saving animals. Mm. Um, but. Earthling Ed, what I was going to say was, I didn't really follow him at first. Mm-hmm. I knew he was there and I knew he was a bit of a hero, but I didn't really what follow his stuff. But again, having seen him talk and having watched some more of his things, I'm like, yeah, he is he is cool. Um, then Ash Peterson is up there. Mm-hmm. Again, particularly after her speech last year, that was, oh, it was heartbreaking. Amazing, wasn't it? It was heartbreaking. But then after that, again, talking to Michelle about this earlier, the people that actually come and ask, the people that come to us and 
genuinely without piss taking come and ask why and want mm. and they show an interest and even like we just said a few minutes ago that they won't necessarily make the change they don't come and fight they just come interested and want to know something about it yeah but then on the next level up from that the people that do listen and do take stuff on board and do go and make changes that's a they, they inspire me more than anything because mm-hmm. we've been we've been through that journey and from the moment i went to now it's it's hard work mm-hmm. it's hard yes. work not for not for being vegan but because of society yes and to be able to to be able to hold your own through all the shit in the first 12 months two years of you being vegan holding it together and sticking with it and then still carrying on that's that's inspirational right there yes really really incredible isn't it really incredible yeah. mm. yes kudos to all those people and mm. uh yeah for me the the people like carrie that i mentioned the people who go out and do that street activism it doesn't go up on an instagram feed or anything like that they're not they're not doing it for um likes or retweets or use on tiktok or anything like that they just go out and they do it and uh that's you know spreading the message yeah. that way is just absolutely fantastic yeah it's in the it's in the moment isn't it it's in the, getting the reward in the moment it's not getting a like yeah. say, it's not getting likes likes and shares and stuff is it's having those conversations in the moment and and quite often there's no reward at all because you spend talk, no. 10 15 minutes talking to somebody and then they'll just walk off and you will never know yeah. whether or not no that's a win or not you know what i mean like no. you'll never know whether what you've said has planted enough of a seed for them to go do you know what i remember talking to that person in that town center mm-hmm. i'm gonna go vegan and they yeah. can say they can say they can say in in that moment say yeah yeah you've, you've changed my mind i'm gonna i'm gonna make a difference now and then they walk off to greg's and get a steak bake or something yeah 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 <laughs> so this is the big one that we haven't answered before. I suppose we have in a way because we've talked about it with our previous guests, haven't we, since we started asking it Yeah, yeah. over yeah. probably the last 18 months because it was our episode with Martin, wasn't it, uh, yeah. where, where it first sort of came out, which was, I think, August or September. Yeah, about 18 months ago. So, Wes, do you have... Before, you, before, you, oh, before sorry. you say it, before yeah. you say it, you oh. mentioned Martin there, and yes. I just want to say on the podcast, because I know he's listening... And he knows that he's going to be listening because he is listening. Love you, Martin. Yeah, love you, man. What are you saying? <laughs> Have you got any hope for the future? Um, so I I have periods of like, what the fuck is happening? When is this all gonna stop? Uh God, I don't want to go, I don't want to go massively deep. You mm. know I've struggled with my mental health for years. Mm. Uh, and I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the up now. I'm on the I'm on the other side of that now. So I can I have to catch myself and remember that there has to be hope. And as much as the world is really really shit at the minute, I, we, me and you, and those around us that listen to this podcast. Hopefully, the people that listen are vegan. the millions of people around that. the world. Yeah, but all the million, all those millions of people that are vegan, that we that we are doing what we can do, and that's all we can do. And I mentioned it on the last episode that I was watching a documentary about something, and the lady that was on it said she had she has hope because there is so much information and knowledge out there now that we have the chance to make a difference. We've never been in this position before. No. No. You know, those those ancient vegans from 20, 40 years ago that were living in... Fuck knows how they did it. Yeah. I I have no... Eating nut roasts and hummus every day. Yeah. Yeah. 
But to come to where we are now, to come to where we are now and just go, you know, you can you can go to a shop and pick up anything. And yeah. and there may there may be another person in your street that is vegan as well. You might not know it, but there probably is. You know, it's going on what the percentage the percentage of people that are vegan now. It's it we're still growing it, and it will continue to grow. And the more the more of those videos that get out there, the more activism that happens, the more people will change. And I have to put that in my head mm-hmm. because otherwise those days when I'm struggling and then I'm thinking, yeah, the world's fucked. I have to turn it around. So I have to have hope. That's a great answer. Yeah, I love that. For me, I found that there's a, um, what's the word, correlation between how busy I am, which generally how busy I am at work, with Mm. how my mental health is. And the busier I am at work, the better my mental health is. Because... I haven't got time to think about how shit everything is. Um, and I think that's right. probably not the best way to be, but it means that I'm not scrolling endlessly through Instagram or reading articles about pollution, rising sea levels, the billions of animals that get killed every every week. And it's almost like it's um, out of sight, out of mind, I think. Mm. And that's not not great in terms of it's still because it's still happening. But for me personally, from my mental health point of view, it helps a lot. Yeah. Which means that in those times, so at the moment, work is busy and I'm, you know, I'm feeling positive about the fact that I took 10 carnists to a pizza restaurant, a vegan pizza restaurant last week and they all loved it and didn't, no one died. And, you know, from protein um, deficiency from missing a meal with meat in it or, um, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, somebody asking me about what the Elwood sticker means on my laptop or going out and doing park run last weekend and in my vegan runner's top and stuff like that. I feel positive about that and seeing other vegans and just being in contact with people and I'd say getting new followers on Instagram, but not in a way of look how many followers we've got, but just because people are finding us and linking up and, you know, they, they might be a future guest. They might be a future friend. There might yeah. be someone who's just new to veganism that's just thinking, I need to listen. I want to listen to a podcast to find out more about it. Yeah. How do how do other people vegan? Where can I go to find out that kind yes. of information? That was <laughs> almost no, the name of our podcast. How do other people <laughs> vegan? <laughs> <laughs> but it is that, isn't it? Like you say, it's that like about that busyness when you're busy you don't think about it you don't focus on it and when you're not busy it can start overwhelming you yeah and you know there are many there are many mental health tricks in the book to help with that uh it becomes when it is when it becomes overwhelming it's 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 a struggle you know i i lay in bed some nights and i think about work all the time and i'm I'm there and i'm like stop thinking Mm. about these people that I work with, it's not good for me. No. And then if that's it. it's not that, I start thinking, shit, it's really hot outside or it's really cold outside. <laughs> you know, I said about the, yeah. the reason I say that, I said about the weather before, when we have extremes of weather, I just start thinking, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. But, Absolutely. But what's, the, what's the point? Because we are doing everything we can. That's it. And, and we, we, we literally can't do any more. We can't, we can't change other people. Oh God, who don't want to be changed? No, we can't change other people, but we, we we can only change what we do. Yes, you know, and we can. We we've made the change. We've made that big change for ourselves for the animals. 
and we can hope to change other people, but we, we can't make it happen. And if no, it no. doesn't happen, if it doesn't happen, the human race goes extinct, then mm. I used to say bringing it on, because the sooner we're off this planet, the better. I don't th- I, I I used to have this thing of that'd be a legendary moment to be in. <laughs> I don't you think it would. <laughs> no, we we in a, a massively morbid way. We'd be we'd be dying, but yeah, we we'd be in the moment going. This is the end of the world. This oh, the they'll learn about this. Oh no, they won't. Yeah, no, they won't. No, but but you know it's well for me. Yeah. What what I like <laughs> is that not a lot I like, but my hope is that governments and organizations around the world realize the urgency and the enormity of it and that can only happen by more and more people becoming vegan buying vegan products more and more meat companies meat producing companies going out of business or scaling down their their operations or convert into plant-based more and more and more yeah. until it's their whole business. And mm-hmm. I really feel like if there's hope, ah, oh, stumbled into a George Orwell quote, if there's hope, it lies in the proles, uh, which is from 1984. The, uh, the proles, the proletariat, the people normal people like us the people who vote the people who work not the not the organizers it's the the revolution is going to come from the normal people not from Mm. not from the top talk about you talk about farmers there as well and i think going back to that inspiration thing i think there's a lot to be said for the 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 farmers the slaughterhouse workers people that have been in those industries that have seen the light oh and they absolutely. have changed. yeah you know the, the slaughterhouse workers that have come out and admitted it mm-hmm. affected their mental health it, it you know they couldn't they couldn't sleep at night they could literally because of the things that they'd seen that day the things that they'd done that day yeah and the farmers that have you know you hear you hear of farmers going um oh my you you, you show me how i'm supposed to grow plants on on my land yeah. Okay. Okay. I can't do that because I don't know how it works. But the way I've the way I saw this a couple of years ago, and this is only me. This is from nowhere. This is, I have no evidence on this. But at the end of the day, farmers are businessmen. And, and women. The, the business. Sorry. Okay. Let's edit that. <laughs> farmers are business people. And if if you're running a business, you have to stay either ahead of the game or move with the times, whichever yes. that is. So if you're a business person, you should be you should be working out, right, I'm struggling. The government might cut my subsidies and I'm not going to be able to work. So change up what you're doing yeah. and go make a difference. Keep your business going and change what you're doing. Yeah. Just because farming is always what you've done, work out what the next thing is to make sure you're That's still it. in business. You don't yeah. have to go out of business. Just do the next thing that keeps you in it. Yeah. Sorry, that's but no, that's absolutely. I don't, it. The, I don't know what those. Are, I don't know what those answers are. But you're the businessman, business person. You go crack on. It's the same as two hundred years ago when they banned slavery. All those slave owners and people who traffic people, they didn't yep. just stop. I mean, they stopped doing it with people but they had to evolve into other forms of business like you say they're business people that's what they do very often the business that the person works in at the end or runs at the end isn't what they set what they started off with it evolves Mm. that's that's how things are so yeah Yeah. you're absolutely right and you know we had jh burnett on didn't we you talked told us very movingly about his experiences working on uh, animal farms and it was um absolutely horrendous so yeah um yeah uh yeah uh, and and also if you're in that position listener and you want to come and tell us about it we'd love to hear it 
<laughs> yeah. I'd love to hear it. I would I would love that. That would be so cool. Yeah. Because they're 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 the stories that, that really blow my mind, to be fair. That's why I, that's why I brought it up about inspiration yeah. stuff. Because they, they have been in there. I've never I've never slaughtered an animal. No. Not, I could never have done that, that even when I ate meat. I couldn't have like right. chopped a chicken's head off or something. No way. No. That would have that would have broken me. I could not have done that. Yeah, absolutely. No. So yeah, to 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 having never done that, and these people have, and they've changed because of it, and yeah. they've come onto this side of the fence. It's just it's another level. It is. Oh. So we have hope. Yeah, Overall. I think we have to. I think we have to, because yeah. if we don't, so I can't remember somebody said it on a, on a recent episode. If we don't have hope, then what's the point? Yeah, what have we got? Nothing. Yeah. I hope you've enjoyed that. I did. That was nice. Good to revisit those questions for um from our point of view. We're normally the ones asking them, not answering them. Now, so yeah. um, it was good to go back over that. <laughs> Yeah, again, who'd have thought we we would have got to this point of revisiting that? I know, yeah. And uh, if you want to come on and tell us your answers to our questions, then why don't you drop us a line? Come and find us on Instagram, Facebook, or uh, send us an email. How will they do that, Wes? Um, you could send an email to howiveganpodcast at gmail.com. Love it. Thank you so much, everybody that listens. You're all legends. I know I've said over the over the, over this time that thank you for listening, but you must be mental. I know you're not. I know you're not mental. You're no. lovely, and we love you all. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, happy birthday to us. And um, here's to the next two years. No, no. What did we work out? We're going to do 98 episodes. <laughs> I think that's what we said. Yeah. Either ninety-eight episodes or when we win an award. Right, ninety-eight episodes then. Okay, good. <laughs> that's uh, that's fixed. <laughs> oh, uh, happy days. Thanks a lot, everyone. Yeah, thank you ever so much. Take care of yourselves and each other. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.